Do not confuse this with treatment or mental health advice or direction. Nothing on this podcast is made to supplement or supersede the relationship and direction of your mental health caretakers. Although David Koslowski is a licensed marriage and family therapist, he is not functioning as a certified mental health professional in this environment. And same applies to any professional who may appear on the Light the Fight podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Light the Fight. As always, I'm your host, David. And as always, we are brought to you by 1-800-CONTACTS and Lingo Eyewear. If you need prescription sunglasses or prescription glasses and want them to look fashionable and to look great, well then look no further. Go to www.liingoeyewear.com backslash light the fight. Use promo code light the fight for $30 off your very first purchase. Today's episode, I'm going to be talking to you about something that sucks, something that's really odd, weird, and changes multiple times throughout your life. That thing starts with a G and ends with grieving. That's right, grieving. Even though I seemed hyped up in my normal self, I'm actually sad. I actually have to drink a bunch of water right now because my tear ducts are dry, so I got to replenish myself. Why, you ask, do I need to replenish myself? Because our family dog died. Now, this is not an episode about grieving the death of your dog, but the death of my dog and what happened this weekend um, helped me uh, open up some other pockets of unresolved grief that I had laying around in my heart and in my mind. I'm going to be talking to you guys a little bit about how grieving can hide in little pockets and little corners, little shadows. And it comes out at very odd times in our life. Sometimes it comes out in times when we're naturally grieving the death of someone or something else, and that would make more sense. But other times we need to deal with the grief. We need to move forward. But most importantly, we need to learn something and have that grief help us instead of be a hindrance to us. I want to tell you a little bit about what happened. I had actually uh, been knowing for the past couple of months that my dog, our family dog, you know, he's almost turned 14 years old, almost made it to his 14th birthday. It was a dog of another dog that we had. And um, that dog and and, uh, and my father-in-law's dog got to each other one time uh, when my dog was in heat. We rescued my dog. And it was on so short before we could get her fixed. They had a litter. We kept one of the puppies from the litter. And this dog is a dog who just passed away just today, actually, while I'm recording this. So the reason why I'm bringing this up to you is because throughout the whole entire weekend, we knew it was getting time. And for any of those who have lost a, a pet, uh, it's, it's, it's kind of really weird, actually, in my opinion. And I don't mean weird in like a bad weird. I mean weird as this thing that's been loving you and just being around your, your life every single day. It's always there. Now, all of a sudden, you know it's about to be gone. You can't communicate to it. It can't communicate back to you. It's this unspoken, you know, and they know. And my dog, you know, was shutting down, wasn't eating anymore and just showing all the signs. I'm not going to get all to the, the gross details, but he'd been up many, many nights. And like I said, hadn't eaten and was just really struggling. Lost, you know, 10 pounds in three days. So we realized it was a time and, you know, couldn't walk really either. I had to pick him up, carry him. So we realized it was a time to, you know, to say goodbye to him. So my kids throughout the weekend, they're saying goodbye to my dog. And I, for some reason, was kind of distant. And some of you that are listening to this may find yourself when you're, um, when you're in a situation when someone's passing, your dog's passing, other people around you, they're grieving, they're feeling everything. And this is almost you don't have any feelings. 
Now, come to find out, it wasn't that I didn't have any feelings. And I knew as a counselor and as a therapist for what I do, I knew, I knew it was awkward that my wife and my kids were crying, were holding our dogs, saying their goodbyes, you know, just spending extra time with it and, and just talking about old memories and stuff. But for some reason, I was really standoffish. I didn't really want to get too close to them. I took care of them. I did all the basic things, but I didn't have any emotional moments. And then sure enough, last night, it started to hit. Then this morning it hit. And say when we took him to, uh, to the vet to, um, to put him to sleep, it hit me really hard. And what it hit me was something that caught me off guard, hence the reason why I want to do this episode. I was reminded that grief can usher in more grief. In counseling, gosh, I, I don't know why I'd even want to put a number this. Let's just put a lot. Counseling a lot of families that had lost loved ones. They would also, through the span of, of me knowing these families, they would also lose pets and animals. When they would lose a, like a family dog, for instance, it was very interesting that that loss of that family dog, some people in the family could grieve more openly and would really express their hurt and their pain. But some of those people struggled to openly grieve or to express their hurt and pain when they lost a loved one. So I think of one client in particular, she lost a brother. During her brother's death and the funeral and everything that happened, didn't really grieve that much. In fact, parents were worried for her, thinking, gosh, you know, like, this isn't right, it isn't normal. But the same client a few years later lost her dog. When the dog had passed away, now granted she was a couple years older, when the dog had passed away, she broke down and admitted to me that she was crying tears for her brother. I, I remember taking a step back and thinking about that for a second. And I thought, because she was fairly young, I thought, gosh, why would she say that about her dog died, but she's crying tears for her brother who died a few years earlier? Well, she went on to explain to me that when her brother had passed away, it, was, it wasn't real. It was something that just couldn't even wrap her head around it. Um, she'd just seen him one day, and the next day he's gone. She, she just didn't really want it to be real. It wasn't anything that she could explain. She just didn't want to feel anything. And she struggled for the next couple of years. But when the dog passed away, she said she wasn't mad at the dog. The dog didn't do anything. The dog was always there and loyal. And so it allowed her to pull down her guard and allowed her to express herself. I mean, bawling, crying, really emotional. And she knew that those emotions and those tears weren't just for the dog, that they were split between the dog and the brother. And like she said, a lot of that pain that she'd felt for this dog passing, she knew that it had to do more with her brother. So as we went through some counseling sessions, as we talked about it, a couple things came to mind. She was mad at her brother, not because she hated her brother. It's because she was upset with some of the things he was doing in his life. She was upset with the way he was living his life. And because of the way he lived his life, that unfortunately uh, contributed to his death. As she told me, the dog was so innocent. But when she was, I don't know, probably like a little bit younger, the dog did something that made her upset. She said that she kicked the dog. She pushed the dog. She threw the dog, like through the, like not through the door, but like, you know, out on the, out on the backyard and like yelled at the dog. She said when the dog had passed, that's all she could think about was that moment that happened many, many years ago. And she was stuck on that moment. And she was crying and she was crying and she was crying. She said that it helped her with her brother's death because she felt bad what she did to 
her dog. And she knew that her brother felt bad that he wasn't a better example to her. Now, I'm not saying that this is always going to be the case, that when you grieve the, the, the loss of a, of a pet or a loved one, that's going to help you make sense of the loss of someone else or another relationship in your life. But I've seen it happen a number of times. I didn't realize it was happening with me this weekend until just you know about 24 hours ago. My mother, my biological mother, my grandmother, who I call my mother, who raised me, my father, um, no biological relationship, but he was the man who, who raised me and, and adopted me. They'd all died in recent years, and I grieved about as much as I could at that moment. But man, when I started opening up my heart for my dog and really letting down my guard, I felt so much pain, so much hurt come back, and I couldn't stop thinking about my, my biological mom, my grandmother, my dad. And then on top of it, one of my very close friends just a few days ago, his dad died. So I had a conversation with him this weekend that was very heartfelt. You know, he's one of those guys that, you know, he doesn't normally talk about this type of stuff, but his father passed away suddenly and we broke down and he broke down to me and shared how grateful he was that, you know, that I was there to talk to him. And that brought up me losing my dad. Then uh, a former close friend of mine, I still love him in many ways this day. I found out a few days ago that he passed away. And I say a former close friend of mine doesn't mean that I don't love him, but you might have come across some people in your life that you're very close to. You love them very much, but their issues were so, their issues were so large and so huge, you couldn't be close to them anymore. You had to separate yourself from them for, you know, to keep you, your family, and other people away from, you know, the, the things that they were putting their family and other people around them through. Well, found out my good friend passed away and I'm going to go see his viewing and it's like, this is going to be like a, a kind of an end of the story for me. Cause now I get to go there and I get to remember the good things and the good times that he and I had and not the way our friendship ended and, and, and how, how his life fell apart. I, I get to remember, you know, the things I want to remember about him. All this came up just because my dog, even though for months I knew it was, it was coming just something about allowing myself and putting down my guard to feel for my dog. And as soon as I touched him the other night and I started petting him, I just started feeling this flood of emotions. So I wanted to do today's episode because I know everyone listening to this, most likely everyone listening to this has lost someone or many multiple people that are close to them. I usually do some sort of a grieving episode over the holidays, but this time I wanted to do it a little bit earlier. Um, you know, the, my dog, Ziggy is the name, named after Ziggy Marley, the, the reggae center, s center <laughs> singer. Um, he, uh, he was born on November 1st, and he almost was born on Halloween. So Halloween was always a special holiday and uh, for us and for him because he was our Halloween dog, even though he's born a couple minutes after Halloween, basically called it Halloween. And so we were hoping he'd make it to Halloween, hoping he'd make it to his birthday, and he didn't. But being able to love him and remember him it helped me and it's helped my family, helps my kids, you know, learn a lot about life, about memories and moments. So I want to share with you guys, for those of you out there, that these holidays can be a lot more difficult, a lot more challenging because you've lost people in your life, very close people to you. I want you to know that you can do a couple things. One, if you watch a heartfelt movie over the holidays, maybe on the Oxygen channel or something, don't be so quick to turn away from the movie. I know that part of what happened to me this past weekend, I was turning away from my emotions. I didn't want to face them, didn't want to feel them. But as I did, even though it was painful and it was hard, it was very helpful. I feel a lot lighter. I, I didn't realize I was carrying so much of a, of a weight and burden. 
Every one of you, you have to wake up in the morning, you have to go to work, you have to keep on living your life, keep on doing what you're doing. You don't have time to grieve every day. You don't have time to get into the weeds about all your emotions and feelings. However, when the opportunity presents itself through the loss of a, an animal, or maybe you're going to a family member's funeral, someone that you weren't really that close with, um, use these opportunities, use these moments to feel the things that you just have some unfinished business, some things that have just been lingering around and waiting for you to address them. Also, this is how it can better you the, the relationship you have with yourself. One thing I've been noticing for myself, and now that I think about it, I've noticed it for a lot of my clients, is that when we lose someone, it's a call for us to be a better version of our former self. We start thinking about, about our life. We start thinking about that time that we'd spent with them. I remember I was thinking about my dog. I'm like, I should have taken him on more walks. Well, these past three years, I've been doing just that. I would have felt really bad if, if I didn't do that this past three years. But now I'm religious about taking my dogs on walks. I'm like, they need this. Even if I'm lazy, I got to do this. So when he was passing away today, I told him, I promised him that I'm going to take all my dogs I ever have for the rest of my life on tons of walks, and we're going to have lots of fun. We're going to keep on talking about them and never forget about them. So it's another thing you can do. When you lose loved ones, most people know that you want to honor your loved ones. You want to have traditions. You want to do things that keep them in your in your life, even though they're not with you every single day, some of the things you can do are simply just go eat the favorite food that you and that friend used to eat. Not all of us are going to be able to go to um, a funeral or even want to go to, uh, not a funeral, but um, a gravesite. Not all of us want to go to a gravesite and, and put flowers on a gravesite. If you do feel comfortable doing that and you want to do that, please do. There's lots of ways to honor the people that have passed away. You can do that. You can go get some food. You can buy their fa favorite candy. You can call a friend. You can tell them, hey, listen, I miss so-and-so. You miss them too. Every time I've thought about an old friend who had passed away and I reached out to one of our mutual friends and I've said just those words, hey, I miss them, whether it was through a text or through a phone call, it started a short conversation or an exchange between us where we went down memory lane of that person in our life. And those memories is what keeps them alive, but also is what keeps us going. We are alive mostly because of our relationships. We're born through relationships. We're taken care of and provided life and substance through relationships. And as we get older and we create friendships and bonds with, you know, loved ones, and we, you know, in some cases create our own children, those relationships is what sustains us through difficult times and also is what motivates us and what puts the, the life energy inside of every single thing that we do. I'm happy that I was able to grieve the death of my dog today because it actually helped me go down in some weird caverns and, and pockets of a dark places inside of me that I forgot were there. I, I cried tears from my mom today that were a trip. I did not see that coming. But thanks to my dog, hurt and pain, sadness, loss of loved ones, regardless who we lost, they're all, they're all connected through this thing called emotional memory. And I had an emotional memory of loss of my loved ones by experiencing loss of my dog this weekend. I just want to let you guys know, for all you out there that have lost someone, that you want to keep them in your life, remember that emotional memory. Do things that remind you of them. Honor them in your own specific way. And also know that when you honor them and you think about them, it is a call to action for you to step up your game, be a better father, friend, uh, worker, whatever it is that that person was an example of in their life or inspired you to do, it's going to make you want to do more of that and be better of that. And that's what I want to share with you guys today. So you guys, if my voice is a little raspy today, it's because I have been crying a lot and uh, 
not allergies alone this time. Definitely a lot of emotions. So you guys, thank you for visiting us here on Light the Fight. Thank you for always being a loyal listener in Light the Fight. Thank you for following us on Instagram. Also follow us on YouTube. We just started becoming active on YouTube again, so we appreciate there if you go hit the subscribe button on YouTube. And until next time, thank you for helping us to light the fight.